Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, Johnny Junson. We're here, as always, with our co-host, a very, very special guest, my guy, Stephen Brault. What's up, Stephen? Hello, Johnson. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I mean, how was your weekend? How was uh, San Diego? Was it as hot as hell, or was it? did it cool down a little bit? No, it cooled down. It's supposed to get hot again this week, though, which really sucks. But I actually, I did play a, I played a game of softball today with my brother. Um, I am, I am not, I've found out it's a lot harder to hit a softball far with a wood bat. Really? Oh, you had to use a wood bat? Because I'm of the age where you're not allowed to use metal bats yet. Oh yeah. I'd use a wood bat. It was garbage, dude. It's everybody else gets to use a metal bat, but I'm, I was too young. So what was, uh, that it was super line? fun. We won, we won like, tw- uh, I went, uh, it's a questionable two for five with five <laughs> RBIs. Uh, but I'd made some nice plays in center, you know, I ran some balls. <laughs> there down. It, uh, it was really fun, dude. I, I, I did, I wore a new pair of cleats, which you should never do on the first yeah. day. Um, and I got some bad blisters on my heels, man, but that's why I just, I'm not going to wear shoes, uh, for the next like three days, I guess. Did you say you guys won 20 to something? 21 to five. Yeah. And they oh scored their first five runs in the two first two innings. So the, the league he plays in, you're only allowed to score five per inning max. Yeah. Um, and they scored five runs in the first two innings combined. And, uh, and then we just shut them down for the next seven innings. <laughs> it's just great. And it's team pitch too. So it's like, come on guys, you got to score more than five runs to win. Dude. I have a hilarious story about slow pitch. So I was on a slow pitch with all my buddies from here from Milton. And, um, so our team was terrible. None of, I was the only guy that played baseball the first game. So there's a max runs you can get out. You can be like, there's a loud each inning and it's right. six. Okay, so we lost five. We lost the first game 36 to two. Like it was one of the most embarrassing things ever. My team led the league in and you're not allowed to drink when you play. We led the league in like drunk tickets. We led the league in that. And then, but the funny thing is, I don't know if it's like that in San Diego, but so this league had a couple guys that were what we call hardos. Like these guys were wearing pants. Oh my God. And there was this guy in the outfield who, um, a pot fly to like a lady on his team. He called, he, it, he's in center and he a pot fly to second base. He runs because a mother in second base is going to drop it, calls her off, no. pretty much pushes her and camps under it. It's insane the amount of hardos that are that are that are that play slow pitch softball. I actually I played with my brother last year and we played against a team that had these two guys that were just they had just gotten out of college, you know, they were like played baseball in college and they think they're hot shit or whatever. Um, and they kind of like found out, you know, somehow that I play baseball and uh and would not stop talking shit to me all game and it's like guys like we're playing slow pitch softball (laughs) like let's just have fun so i told my brother i was like i'm not if we're playing that team i'm not playing and he's like don't worry we're not we're not playing them and i was like all right all right cool so it was actually fun they said you know i i like flew out to right field right because i'm just trying to hit home runs yeah and uh and one of them was like ah like, dude, you ain't, you, you don't have it, man. You're not any good. Like literally like telling me that I'm bad at slow pitch softball. And it's <laughs> like, I don't care about this. Oh, this is fun. Like, aren't we just having fun? Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with that. It's supposed to be a good time. We're drinking beers in the dugout. These guys are same thing, wearing pants, you know, like the full nine yards, yeah. like sliding, you know, it's like, dude, just, <laughs> oh my God. sounds unbelievable. We had a guy make a sick diving play in center today on the other team. And all I could think was like, this is slow pitch softball. Why are you, why are you full extension diving, especially like down 12 at that point? Um, but Hey, you know, commitment to the game. You gotta love, love that. There might be scouts in the stands. People you never, never you never know. You never Somebody's know. always watching. <laughs> That's what they told you, man. But what does the league say? Because for instance, if my league had Steven Brault in it, there'd have to be some sort of handicap on the team that to start down five runs or whatever, because <laughs> I feel like it's not fair. Right? It, it's, it's the league a little bit competitive where there's guys that are always like a, a lot of nasty players, or is it just like a bunch of just whatever, normal guys? Yeah, it's just a bunch of normal guys. There's no like prize for winning or anything. It's a, <laughs> you know, it's a free league. It's not, it's not like you're going for this, uh, you know, this super, uh, prize or a trophy or anything. So I think people are just having fun on Sundays, except some people just don't know how to separate that. You know yeah. what I mean? Some people yeah. don't know just how to, how to have it. They like oh, the, the, their, their wife hates them. This is the yeah. only place they can get away from being with their wife. And right. it's just like, like let me have time. this. 
It's yeah. let me have this. Let me control this. I yeah. love slow pitch softball because it's incredible. You see a bunch of – that's where it shows where you see the hardos, like I said. Like, you'll see guys that legitimately they look forward their whole week to this. They're grinding in the factories, making stuff, and then it's like, I got slow pitch Sunday to grind. So, I mean, you got to look no, – you got yeah. to sometimes tip your cap to those people because, I mean, they're just grinding for slow pitch. Yeah, whatever – whatever – I don't know, man. Whatever makes you happy, I guess. Just – uh just also, you know, a little perspective Let's goes relax. a long way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's all. And I, I, and we're getting into the fall here, and, and the leaves are changing. It's getting colder. And I wanted to ask you this. is And this might be the dumbest question. I might get rose for this. Is there fall in San Diego? Like, are the leaves changing colors to where it looks like? You, you know in Pittsburgh and stuff where the leaves look like they're all orange. It looks beautiful. This might be an idiotic question, but is it like that in San Diego? Uh, not, uh, the way it is other places. Like we don't, uh, it cools down, but it takes longer to cool down. First of all, it's more, it's a more gradual thing. We don't just all of a sudden get cold. Um, but also we deal with like, you know, it drops down to like getting down to like the high forties, like when it's really cold, oh my God. um, it's a little bit different. Um, and that's only like at night and it'll just like rain, like very little every now and then. Yeah. Um, I was, I went to college in Denver and, and that was like true fall. The fallest of falls where all the trees turned like yellow and then red and then, you know, died and everything. Yeah. So I got to experience it, but no, we don't have, that's like the song white Christmas will never speak <laughs> to me because I love that song, but it doesn't make any sense because obviously San Diego, like last Christmas was like, like 82 degrees, oh my God. you know? And it was just like, it was too hot. Like I, I, I wore shorts on Christmas to my family party. So it, do you have like, cause obviously you live in San Diego. Do you have winter clothing? Like if you go back to Pittsburgh or if you go to Denver, do you have, let's just say a snow jacket or something like that? I like, yeah. or not. I do. I have one big poofy jacket, one down okay. jacket uh, that I actually bought in Portland a few years ago, visiting my cousin. So like I have one if I ever need to go somewhere, but here, the thing with San Diego is that you get cold because you never prepare for it. You know what I mean? Like you get cold because you you go outside and you just wear like jeans, a t-shirt and like a light jacket, or, like a jean jacket or something like that. Yeah. So then it's chilly because you know, it's still like not warm. But, uh, but no, if you were to wear one of those jackets here, you're going to be burning up, sweating like crazy. <laughs> so I have one I don't really wear in San Diego, but it's, it's the beauty of being a grown adult now is that we just don't really change sizes very much. So you can just keep the same jacket forever. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, and I want to also bring this up because I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. JMO was just launching footballs into orbit. I don't know if you saw that today. He, he tagged the Steelers. It blew up on Twitter. I saw it. Do, do you think that guy could have a chance maybe to, if he go, got under, under center, maybe play a little bit of football? No, he's a huge panic guy. He's, <laughs> I mean, he's just like, uh, he's skittish. I would call him uh, when it comes to, to violence. So I don't think, I don't think Jamo would do well in the pocket. I don't, he'd be the guy that it's, it's hiked to him and he's immediately just taken off backwards yeah. and like trying to get around the pocket on the side. He would never be comfortable in the pocket but then he's also like super unathletic when it comes to like running and stuff so yeah. he would just no he would not be good he's probably really good at like flag football where you have to count seven alligators before you rush you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean no but i know yeah he i mean he he looks like he's not he's a good baseball player I'll, I'll be the first to say that i mean and you know what people forget about jamo the insane thing he was drafted after bryce harper like the golden child isn't that crazy i looked at it the other day it was insane yeah it was after harper before machado james what a draft crazy what a draft yeah. That's insane. It's, I mean, I, that's, I was drafted in the 11th round after um, I don't know who and before somebody else that I also. Yeah, I wonder what, so. you know what? We got to think about what those guys are doing. And I was trying to do this the other day because baseball reference decided to make you pay to see what pitchers do against hitters. I was going to craft up a funny tweet saying it's, it's cool and all to see what Ronald Acuna is doing. But did you know he's blank, blank, blank against Steven Brault? What, what uh, is he a lifetime against you? I think I faced him. He hasn't hit a homer off me. So that's nice. Okay. I know he Check has one. one, he has one double. He hit it down the right field line in PNC. I remember that it was like one of those, like kind of hit pretty well, but you know, flare kind of right down the line landed like two feet from the line kind of yeah. double. Um, but uh, I don't, he hasn't taken me deep. I honestly, I haven't faced him that much. So um, it hasn't been anything like crazy where I'd say like, he's done really well against me or not, but 
Um, he's probably, he probably has, he's probably hitting like 500 <laughs> with four doubles. And I just don't remember it. Cause I just give up doubles all the time. Who knows? Okay. Someone look into that. I mean, so I yeah. need someone to look into that, but we'll go into the series here. And I wanted to say this, we'll start off with the AL again. Shout out our guy, Tyler Glass. Now I texted him during the game. I said, whatever happens here, if you guys win or lose, just know that was the ballsiest performance I've ever seen on two days rest, throwing a hundred paint. It was idiotic. It was idiotic. What that guy just did. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. We all, I mean, we all knew he wasn't going to be in the game for very long. Um, I think yeah. they were just going to do one time through the lineup kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, like, dude, I don't think people understand. Two days rest is not much for a starting pitcher because – At all. You're, you're, the difference is like a reliever's throwing maybe 30 pitches, which still you're going to feel it a little bit the next day, but you're going to be able to go. But, like, dude, as a starter, he threw, like, 95 pitches – going on two days rest. I mean, that's, that's not easy. You're, you're waking up in the morning, like, Oh man, I'm sore. Um, you're going to tell your coach. Yeah, I'm completely fine. Don't worry. I am not sore at all, even though it's an absolute lie. Um, and then, uh, then you just kind of see what happens, but, uh, no, that was, that was impressive stuff. His dude, his curveball is just so Idiotic. nasty. I, Every uh, time I watch him pitch, it's insane. And I, and I tweeted this a little bit of a job the other day. I was like, if you're a Pirates fan, how many beers are you having tonight to forget the fact that Tyler Glasnow and Garrett Cole used to play for the Pirates? And I, and I got a couple of responses. It was like, hey, man, we just came to the terms with it. You just hate to see it. But it just, it's crazy, man. I couldn't even believe it because talk about how good they are. Technically, technically how good they are at drafting, man. Because look at that. You got J-Mo. You got Garrett Cole. And then you had Tyler Glasnow. All guys that are big, big-time pitchers now in Major League Baseball. So you got to kind of tip your cap to at least their scouting department, right? Yeah, but like also, if you look at their numbers when they were here, like Cole yeah. was good, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't the Garrett Cole that he is now. Yeah. And Glass now was was not that good when yeah. he was here. He um, even said it. Yeah. He even said yeah. it. Here. Yeah. So like it's it's like, yeah, it sucks. Um, but also, I mean, Meadows was in that game. Charlie Morton is on that team. You yeah. Know, those are all ex Pirates that are that are very big impact players. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's unfortunate, I guess, but at the same time, like small market team, you're not going to be able to keep the high money guys. Yeah. It's just True. how it works. That's, that's, that's how, that's how it works for every small market team. Um, it's just obviously in that game, it's very much more prevalent for the pirates. So you kind of watch it and you're just like, man, that kind of sucks. But also like, you know, I like them and my friends. So good yeah. for them. Go do your thing. And you got Cabrian Hayes. So you're chilling. I'll take Cabrian yeah, Hayes. We got, we got the next big boy in the major leagues. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'll take that too. And this is my analogy for the Yankees. I'm going to probably clip this, put it on Twitter. The Yankees, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Okay. The Yankees are that super, super hot girl in high school, the most hype girl ever. Everyone loves her. And then you date her. You uh, We're not going to say you acquire her. You date her. You, you, you finally work in the DMs. You get it going. You're dating her. And then you're thinking, hey, man, maybe she's actually not even that great. Kind of a shitty personality. Maybe she's hyped too much. Is that what the Yankees are? That's what I think. Wow. Uh, it's a hot take. <laughs> I think, I think that, uh, in a, in a five game series, the Rays might be better overall, but, but it's, it, it's hard to say because like Randy Rosarina kind of came out of nowhere. Like he's been, he's been good before, but he's never been anything like what he is now. So Insane. like, I mean, I don't know if you expected him to do that well, um, G-Man Choi is not hitting all that well, but he's like a defensive superstar now digging <laughs> yeah. balls out of the dirt. He has yeah. no business doing. Yeah. Um, like, and they're pitching, obviously everybody knew their pitching was going to be good, but like, I don't know, man, the Yankees, they just Stanton played absolutely out of his mind and nobody else really stepped up to the plate as much as they, they could have as a team, but that's yeah. still a really good team. And I'm going to say, if you take it to seven, I don't know. The Yankees might still win because, because the Rays are going to have to keep using that bullpen. That's what I'm scared of. Speaking of coming into this next series, starting today yeah. is that if the Rays are going to keep on there, there's no off days for seven days. There's no off days, right? Yeah. That's and for the Rays, that's going to mean a lot of bullpen pitchers. Holy so if shit. any of their scheduled starters don't go deep, it's going to make it really hard for them because the Astros are going to be throwing out starters. I didn't even think about that. Actually, the seven day series is in, in set every single day. They have a game. I, is that fair? Do you think, man? I mean, I think that's kind of bullshit. You didn't sign up for that. Like that doesn't happen in real life when you're actually playing the, in the playoffs, right? Not in the playoffs, but during the season, I mean, you're playing, you're having stretches where you're playing yeah. 
17 in a row. We had a, we had a stretch this year at the end of the season, 21 days and 19 days because 21 games in 19 days because of double headers. Um, but like, you have to realize it's, it's going to be like, it's, it's not even the world series. So like, they're going to have to do this again. If they go seven games and win it, you have to do it again in, you know, a few days starting after that. So it's not an, it's not an easy task because you can't just call somebody up, you know, if your starter goes short and you have to use your whole pen. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. And first of all, and just seeing, like I said, I, what Araldis Chapman does off the field with the alleged stuff. I, I just love to see guys like that fail in the baseball field. And what, what do you think happens? Because I said it in my head during this at bat against Brousseau or whatever. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I don't know it, either. he fouled off a couple balls, like hard hit foul balls. And I was like, this guy's gonna need a bomb. And he hit that bomb. <laughs> but what do you think it is like being a guy in the majors? You, you get a better understanding of this. Do you think the more that he saw those pitches in his head, he's like, I could hit this shit, man. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're fouling off some good pitches and, you know, and what what's interesting to see is if you, you know, you watch the bat pitch by pitch, like he's got, he's fouling off fastballs up. He's, you know, fouling off, barely fouling off these sliders, takes a splitter away that yeah. was really close. That could have been called a strike. Um, but thankfully it wasn't because it wasn't a strike, but a lot of times it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pitch he actually hits is the pitch he takes the shortest swing on because it's low and in and and a lot of varieties don't do this it's it's normally attributed as a lefty thing but the low and in where the swing is literally just like a dropping of the hands you know what i mean it's not you don't have to like get up to something you don't have to get out extended to something like he literally just dropped the bat head on the ball he doesn't swing very hard and the ball didn't get out by very much it's not like he hit a stanton home run you know what i mean but it's it's a guy throwing a hundred versus a major league baseball player. Like anybody can hit a home run in the big leagues at any time. So all you have to do is get a bat head to it with the right trajectory, and it's going to go. So I mean, I just thought it was a really obviously it was a really really good at bat. But at the same time, you know, now we know Chapman's done the last four years or whatever. Um, so I don't know, man. He's still, but he's still Chapman. Like you yeah. don't. It's not like you put him in a different role. He's still he's still the best closer out there most of the time. So I don't know, man. That's that yeah. was uh, sometimes you just get beat, I guess. And I just love seeing the Yankees lose. I legitimately love it. It's something that just gets me going a little bit. It's like for most right. people watching the Astros lose. When I see the Yankees lose, it gets me going because like I said, that payroll, you hate to see it. You sign Garrett Cole to 360 million, supposed to or whatever, 320 million. <laughs> supposed to be your big dog. He pitched well. The offense for the Yankees this series, yikes. I mean, what are like they look? They look like what the Reds did against the Braves. Am I right on that? Like, just nothing. Runner scoring position weren't yeah. doing really doing anything. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the Reds. It wasn't that yeah, bad. it wasn't zero. But yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, Stan played out of his mind. You think that if the usually if the best player in your lineup plays well, mm-hmm. um, then you're going to be fine. But I guess I don't know if he's the best player in the lineup. Aaron Judge, you could argue Lemayhew. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, I thought they did pretty well. I thought they held their own. I, I think that that Yankees bullpen, um, didn't quite No, uh, they had, they're running out like five guys who have been major league closers, you know? Yeah. Like Zach Britton. Yeah. Zach Britton, Adam Adovino. Uh, I mean, Chapman, obviously. So like you expect, you just expect that roster to win, but that's just not always how baseball works, man. Like it's just, it's not that simple. Otherwise the Dodgers would win the world series every year. Yeah, thank they God they don't for a little while. Thank God they. I don't. think they're going to win it this year, though. I will say that. Yeah, oh, they God. look really good. God, yeah, I know it's going to be scary if they win because I'm going to get roasted by a lot of people because I said the Dodgers aren't going to win the World Series. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm impressed with the Rays, man. I said I said Rays in five when we did our predictions last week. Credit to me, Big yeah, J well journalist. Done. Yeah, Rays in five. But yeah, man, the Rays. I I like their chances against the Astros, but. This is what I'm going to do here. I'm not going to fade the Astros next series because I keep on saying the Astros are going to lose and yeah, they keep winning. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Astros next series. We'll go into that later. But yeah, man, I mean, what a series. I, it was everything you expected. I mean, the Rays bullpen whole, like incredible of a, like I, their bullpen's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, you got there's yeah. something else, man, the Rays. But that's, that's one of those things where everybody knew is it can't, can they keep it up? Basically, Mm -hmm. will the playoffs have any effect? And so far they haven't. That's why I'm telling I'm saying it's going to be interesting if they have to go seven games and they're using their entire bullpen every game, that's going to be tough. Yeah. 
No, and I don't know if you saw this on social media, but G-Man Choi was banging gar- banging trash cans playing uh, Empire State of Mind with a cigar in his mouth. It was the most badass shit I've ever seen. I've heard really good things about him. I've heard he's just like the best dude on the planet. Just amazing <laughs> and hilarious and just really cool. So that doesn't surprise me at all. And his Instagram bio was something along the lines of, I read this on Twitter. It was like something about not giving a woman a ring because he's waiting for a ring or something. Like it was one of the fun. It, he's, a, he's a hilarious guy. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm obviously so quoting. I don't know what it actually is, but he just looks like a guy you, you want to have a beer with. He's chubby. He's hilarious. And he mashes. Yeah. It's, it's a cool yeah. thing. You love it. Good dude. I yeah. mean, I've never met him personally. Seems like a good dude. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Seems like a good dude. We'll go to the next series. I'm dreading talking about this, but all right. the Houston Astros just keep shutting me up. I mean, I I don't know what's going on in the Major League Baseball. I don't know what is going on here. The fact the Astros won in four against the Oakland Athletics, who I thought were starting to come into their own, it I, I don't get it. I, I, you could maybe talk about this for a little bit. I have no, one, I have no understanding on why the Astros now are hitting like they were cheating again. It's insane. Uh, let's see. Well, um, they are still good players. So yeah. when, I mean, and the truth is they've been here before multiple years, you know, you're, you're talking about guys that have done this playoff run multiple times. So I don't want them to win either. Uh, but the truth is like, we're watching them. Their, their pitching has been way better than anybody. Everybody thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the A's necessarily, I guess, had the offense to really beat them up that much, but I thought True. the A's offense was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, God, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm, it sucks, but like the Rays are a better team than the Astros and they should win. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that. They should win, but I've been wrong every time. So whatever. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I got to tip my cap to guys like Correa, even though I don't like them to guys like Bregman, uh, Altuve, they showed up, man. They're hitting. They're hitting nukes. They're playing well defensively. And it's just the Astros. I, I might say this. I think they're going to go to the World Series, man. I really do. I, Astros, Dodgers again. Talk about must-watch World Series, right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, that That's true. If the Astros, there might be some fireworks in the World Series. I don't know if we, we never really get that. So, yeah. You don't really have rivalries across, or across uh, league lines. Yeah. Or, that would be interesting. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited to see it, and I'm excited to see the ALCS, which we'll talk about right now. Like you yeah. said, I, I don't know if the Rays bullpen is going to be able to hold up for seven days. And you said this, right? This is what I, all the analysts sit, talk about. This they say the more times you see guys in the lineup, the better chance they hit you, right? So the more yeah. chances the Astros lineup, who's like you said, they're still good hitters, are going to be seeing these guys out of the bullpen from the Rays. I don't know. I think they're going to start getting used to them. I I like it. All takes exposed on that. Yeah, but you're also looking at a different situation than last series because last series, all of the division series were teams playing within division, so they had all played each other this year. This series, uh, none of them have, right? So so you've got you've got the Rays playing the Astros who have haven't played each other at all this year. They have I mean they've they've been watching video, but they weren't watching video during the season because it didn't matter because you weren't gonna play them during the season. Yeah. So, like, they've been watching video for the last, I don't know, day and a half since those, since that series ended uh, to try to get ready. But, I, like, they haven't seen them at all. They haven't seen each other at all. So, I think that gives pitching an advantage, which, for me, the Rays have the better pitching, and that's why I think the Rays are going to win. Um, that, that advantage of having not seen each other. Uh, but you want this series to be as quick as possible. So that yeah. you can save your bullpen, get ready for the World Series. If this goes to seven, I do not know what kind of treatment these pitchers are going to have to get for that World Series. It's the most <laughs> unfair thing ever. I mean, you'll you'll have to be doing unlimited ice baths, hot, cold, hot, cold, whatever you guys do. It's right. going to be in. And what do you think Glass now is going to be going? Because he pitched obviously Friday, and then game. I I was thinking. I don't know if they announced this. I was thinking maybe game three. Does that make sense? Yeah, you get uh, – I, I, I haven't even looked. I assume it's Snell today, right? Yeah, it is Snell today. It's so Snell today. It'll be Snell, Morton, and yeah, I, I mean, Glass – that puts Glass on a on a five-day. So, yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would assume he would go game three. Oh, God, it's just – I you mean, can't You can't wait till game four, you know, unless yeah. unless you've won earlier than you could. Um, 
We'll see. I, I would assume Glass is game three. Yeah. Do you think that, obviously he won't say it, do you think that Glass now has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder going up against the Rays, who last year they said he was tipping his pitches, which he kind of was if you watch the film. But do you think he's yeah. going to be have a little chip on his shoulder and be like, fuck you to the Astros and just try to carve their asses up with a little bit more, a little more extra? Maybe we'll see 103 on the gun. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Glass was honestly more mad about himself, uh, more mad at himself for doing yeah. that um, because that's one of those things that just, it just can't happen in the major leagues. But also you'd hope that your coach would bring it up to you before, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah in between an inning after the first inning like hey bro you're tipping pitches that would be nice it took i think like three innings last time didn't it yeah um but like i i would say he's more mad himself but when it comes down to it yeah that was the team that hit that hit him up so yeah he absolutely is going to want to do better um i don't think it makes much of a difference i don't know he already throws 100 dude he was doing <laughs> 101 that first oh that my god dude, it's crazy dude and, and have you come close to like triple digits or 99 98 have you ha- no. really i hit 96 once and well, how how like did the arm feel 96 but i think my max this year is like 95.4 or something like that like i don't uh, i it's okay like the fact that i even can hit 95 i'm like dude that's so cool man. <laughs> um no i'm not i'm not the 100 mile an hour guy that is not me yeah and do you have you ever had that instance where you were tipping pitches before in a game and your pitching coach came up to you and be like, Hey man, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, actually I did. I did uh last year, 2019 in St. Louis um, for the first two innings. It seemed like I couldn't get anything done. Um, the balls are getting hit all over the place. And then um, my, yeah, my pitching coach brought me aside and talked to me about it. And then, um, and then it got better. I only threw like two more innings after that. Cause my first two innings have been so bad. And I, giving up runs and throwing a bunch of pitches but uh but yeah i mean it's gonna happen because your body just sets into this this rhythm yeah you know so like you have to try to fight against that and and uh and the only way to do that really is usually from the outside because you don't know what's happening you can't feel it you don't see it obviously you're not looking at yourself so it's tough um but yeah dude it's so frustrating when you're like dude what was what were you doing though were you just like your hands were set up in the wrong spot or yeah, so I was I come set with my hands like up in front of me like this. Um, so I was when I was coming set with a fastball, I was like coming down hard, and yeah. when I was coming set with a breaking ball or changeup, I would like come down slowly while oh. I was adjusting it. So like it was a click or a or like a slow descent, and that That's was insane. that was what they were saying. That's yeah. insane how that little 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 thing and your like little twitch in your glove makes the hitter think, okay, changeup's coming. It, it, it's it, the game of baseball is such a weird sport because this stuff doesn't happen like in other sports mm-hmm. where just the littlest thing would give the hitter an advantage, man. And when you were getting hit around like that, were you kind of thinking, I'm tip, something has to be going on here. I'm hitting my spots. Uh, no, I was just thinking, wow, I am so bad at baseball. This is incredible. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I've been no. there. Yeah. You, you don't, because you don't think of that in the moment unless you have like one of those super egos, you know, when you're like, gosh. I am way too good for this. There's yeah. no way I should be getting here like this. It was True. like Paul Goldschmidt hit a homer off me. I'm like, all right, well, well Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> well, it's, you know? like, well, Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's whatever. If if like my brother was getting hit off me, then I'd be like, okay, I'm obviously showing something. Okay. Shout out your brother here, by the way. I mean, what, what is your brother younger or older than you? Is he a big baseball guy? I actually have three older brothers. Oh, you're um, a young buck. You're the young buck. Yeah, and and uh, we're all pretty close, and we all like baseball. I'm the only one who kept playing baseball into high school. Um, so they they obviously follow my career and everything, but they are also my older brothers who will use any opportunity to talk shit to me. So, like, uh, last year when I gave up 10 runs to the Cubs, when I got back to my locker, so I had I had just come out of the game, mid-game, before I even got back to my locker, I already had a text from one of my brothers that said, holy shit, you suck at baseball. Wow. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and like, that's, but they, they know me, you know, they know that that's going to make me like laugh and be like, yeah, all right. Like that's, I mean, it's, it's just baseball, you know what yeah. I mean? Kind of thing. Um, uh, but that's, that's how we operate. So um i love my brothers uh we we uh we're very close which is really cool and they're all baseball fans 
Um, they just they didn't play it. Do you have brothers? Yeah, I have a younger brother. He plays university hockey in Canada. Humble brag, athletic oh, family. Nice. Yeah, you love to see it. You love to see. It. That's what we do here in Canada. We just produce athletes here in the Junta family. But yeah, Bobby wow. younger brother. You're not a big baseball guy. He loves chirping me about it. He always makes fun of my average in junior college and how athletic I Beautiful. am and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean that, that's that's the good thing. And do you think? And here, let, let, let's pump one of your brother's tires here. Out of all your brothers, right. which one do you think had the best chance of, let's say, making it to the minors? Maybe even the major. Maybe have a little sniff in the majors. Well, one of my brothers is extremely unathletic, but he's a nuclear <laughs> physicist in the Navy. So, oh. uh, you know, <laughs> kudos or whatever. Yeah, yeah. My oldest brother is a chef, and he's like six six, like very very large man. So uh, he went more the uh, never trust a skinny chef route. Yeah, okay, um, I can respect that. And then my next brother, Phil, yeah, the guy who I actually played softball with today, he he's the one. He was like small, um, so he went and tried out for freshman baseball and didn't make the team, uh, and then went and tried out like sophomore year. He went and played volleyball and hit a growth spurt, you know, and all of a sudden was six five, oh and God. became like one of the best volleyball players in San Diego and played it through college and everything and like still to this day i i think i could put him on a mound right now with a baseball he could probably th- throw mid 80s i would assume oh my god must be he's nice. a big dude super athletic like hit a ball about 385 feet with a softball today so like yeah he's <laughs> he would be the one that's just i mean yeah you just love to see that especially and i don't know there's a ton of families like that but for me it mind boggles me when there's families with three or with three kids and all of them are in the minor leagues. It's just the greatest oh, genetics of all time. Like the Kinghams. You got Nick yeah. first, a uh, Nick who was a high draft pick who mm-hmm. made it to the majors. Shout out Nick Kingham. And then you got Nolan. Who's going to be in the majors for the Braves. I'm calling it right here sometime in the near future, right. led the minor leagues in complete games last year, but it's just, just the weirdest minor league stat. I think you could possibly have because <laughs> nobody lets people throw complete games in the minor leagues. Yeah. Like what are they doing? It's crazy. It's insane. I, and I, so you got to like, because when I'm looking at the box scores for the minor leagues, you see guys throwing like five innings, just getting some work in, and then you see Nolan Kingham nine inning, two run, two run, eight punches. It's yeah, insane. and but it's like 84 pitches. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is it, amazing. Probably the goofiest kid I've ever met in my life. By I the love way. Nolan. Nolan, oh that's my one God. of my that's one of my best friends, man. He's one of the funniest. We always talk about him on the show. He's one of the funniest guys ever, and he's an electric factor of a guy. He's the guy you want in your locker room, man. He is an absolute dork, and I love it. <laughs> so, he came and stayed because Nick and I live together in spring training. He came yeah. and stayed with us for a week, mm-hmm. and he's like a like a, just the younger Nick. It's like exactly <laughs> how Nick was when he was you know twenty two, twenty three, twenty four years old. It's 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 awesome. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's a great. I'm looking forward to seeing his future, man. It sucks there's no minor leagues this year because he would have done something. Yeah. So he would have done damage. He really would have. And it it's just you hate to see, especially with the minor leagues, man. F- no fucking minor league baseball. All these guys are just working at golf courses, like grocery stores to make to make men's meet. It's uh, it's just a shitty situation, man. You hate to see it. Yeah, I mean you're losing a you're losing a year of baseball, which just sucks. Like for sure. because you don't get to play professional sports, any professional sport for that long. You know the best players in baseball play till they're forty. Like yeah. that's there's just not a huge window there. I honestly, I feel bad for minor leaguers. I feel worse for all the guys who didn't get drafted this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they have to sign for less, right? They have to sign for way less. Like, no, all the seniors who aren't going to sign, there's going to be plenty of players that would have signed last year that aren't going to play minor league baseball at all. They're never going to have a chance, even though maybe they never would have had a chance to play in the big leagues. They still could have played minor league baseball, you know? Um, and they're never gonna have a chance for that. And that that really, really sucks. And here's a fun fact about your organization. You guys drafted a guy from Canada in the fifth round, Logan Hoffman. I hit a nuke off of him in college. People are quick oh. to forget that little 92 mile an hour in the hand sent him over the batting cage in left field. My bad. So just if, if he when he makes it to the show, because he's nasty, he led the NCAA and ERA last year. When he makes it to the show. There's a little chirp you can throw them when you guys are teammates. Just something to put in the back of your brain. Well, I can tell you that it's not that people are quick to forget that. It's that nobody knew that because nobody <laughs> shit. You know. Well, it, it's something I'm going to put on my gravestone. Something I there put on my go. resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit a nuke. But yeah, I mean, we'll go in and we got off the rails here, which is electric. People love to see the 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 personality side of Stephen Brault. This is why you're a guy, like I said, wedding party, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll go into it. But we'll go into the National League now. 
and the Marlins, RIP. I mean, the Braves, yeah. well, what the Braves did, Acuna's launching baseballs, Max Fried's just carving, Ian Anderson's carving, Kyle Wright is carving, just their third guy they just yeah. threw in there is carving. What a team the Braves are, man. I, I, dude, nobody's expecting anybody to have a .9 RA through two playoff series, right? I mean, you're not <laughs> – that's not that's not normal that's not and and you want to say that there's no way that'll keep happening but also there's nothing showing that it won't happen again other than it's the dodgers who are the best team in the league so like um good luck i hope the braves continue to do well i think we might have seen the braves play against two teams that they were far better than yeah and um and the dodgers are going to uh show them who is the better team but but also you know the Braves are the Braves are a solid team. They have a really good lineup, and their their pitching's been unreal. So if their pitching continues to be unreal, they're they're gonna be fine. I mean, it's but I don't know, man. That Dodger lineup is something else. So and, yeah, uh, and good luck. I don't know, man. I mean, that series against the Marlins, the Braves just looked on another planet compared to them. It was yeah, they they were hitting balls. It was just Acuna was mashing. He was do, and I wanted to bring this up about Acuna. He wears an excessive amount of chains. Like, yeah, I don't know how this guy runs. Yeah, I don't know either. It's amazing. It's like, it's incredible. It's like, it's like, but he also has like the big old medallion, you know? And like, that seems to me like it's going to bounce up and hit you in the tooth and yeah. just hurt so bad. <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? Whatever helps him look good, feel good, play good, man. That's that's the, the perfect series of, of things. So, Hey, whatever makes you look good, feel good, that'll make you play good. Yeah, so do true, it. Who cares? True. And, but and dude, that, yeah, that series was, was was not fair. It was, it was yeah, it was. It honestly was not fair. And I, I got to tip my cap to the Marlins because I no one would ever thought they would have made it to the ALD or NLDS. And that team has a bright future, man. Especially with those arms, Sixto Sanchez, especially that team is going to be something serious in the future. And I love their jerseys. I like, I love that little turquoise shit they got going on in there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I. I I think the Marlins are are a are solid team. It'll it'll be interesting now that they won this year because I don't think they were expecting to. Um, kind of see what their trajectory is as far as going forward. You know, because they brought in free agents this year kind of out of nowhere. Nobody really expected them to do that. Um, so like it'll be interesting to see what they actually decide to do um, yeah. going forward. But they had, I mean, they have Cooper, they got Anderson, they got Miguel Rojas. You know, I mean, just they got Alfaro, like guys that are just good. They're not like rookies anymore. They're in their like third year, second, third year of the big leagues, and they're and they're just solid players. So that's a, I mean, it's a cool team. It's an exciting team, but with less playoff teams, which I assume it's going to be next year. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, man. I, don't, I think Rob Manfred said he likes it. I think he, I think oh. he said he likes it. I, well, there I, you go. <clears throat> um, we'll see. But if there if there are less playoff teams, it's going to be harder because you have the Braves yeah. and you have the Nationals and the Phillies in that same division who. Um, you know, obviously the Nationals severely underplayed this year and uh, and the Phillies kind of – the Phillies are the Phillies and kind of bit themselves in the ass again, which they seem to yeah, do a lot. Yeah, with the bullpen. I mean, I, dude, I couldn't even imagine – because I don't know if – I don't know if Pittsburgh – like Pittsburgh's a massive market and they, they have very – like their fans are very intense. But oh yeah, could you imagine playing in Philadelphia with those fans, man? Like, could you imagine like some of the stuff yeah. that is DM to you and all that shit? It's probably anger. insane. Anger, yeah. It's the city of brotherly love, except that's not what the city is they at all you. in reality. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, okay, here's a story for you from Philly. I was just talking about this with my dad the other day. We went to Philly when it was still Veterans Stadium when I was like 10 years old to watch the Padres play against the Phillies. Now, this is when the Padres were fucking terrible. Okay, this is like <laughs> yeah. those like, dirty we jerseys. Really yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like 2003. Like, I mean, it just it couldn't be any worse. And I was walking around the stadium with one of my brothers. I'm 10 years old. Okay. And just walking past some guy in a Phillies jersey wearing a Padres jersey, eating nachos or something. And this guy turns to me and goes, Hey, doesn't it fucking suck to be a Padres fan? And I was <laughs> like, Like, even at 10 years old, I was like, that seems like a crazy thing to say to a kid. <laughs> that's wild. Oh You're God. a grown adult. And so that's kind of like how I've taken it. Like that's, that's my attitude about Philly. Cause when we go there, they're the same way. Like they're so angry. What are you even angry oh about? dude? Like calm down. 
Wow. Yeah. That is incredible, man. I mean, that is what I picture in my head. What I picture, like, I've never been to a Phillies game. That's I, I just picture their fans being like that. Just has fans said ruthless, ruthless, sorry, shit to you in Philadelphia? Just crazy, just out of pocket stuff. Yeah, just like it's the way that the bullpen is set up, um, like, is that the visitors' bullpen is up on top in the outfield and the home bullpen's down below, and then there's the field. So the bullpen up top, the fans are just right around it. Oh my so God. They're right there. So like when you're throwing a bullpen before the game, most of the time, yeah, you're just getting roasted. People are calling out <laughs> your, you know, your bad stats from earlier in the year, or, you know, they're just yelling at you how much you suck. You like bounce a breaking ball and they're like, oh, you can't even throw it over the plate. You know, that kind of stuff. So it's fine. Okay. It's just a uh, part of, part of the charm of yeah. Philly. And and breaking news, by the way, first inning Astros Rays, Altuve just launches a baseball into orbit. Oh no. <laughs> I mean oh, and no. we're and this, so this drops tomorrow. Hopefully the Rays figure out a way to come back. But Altuve, I believe he's I think he's hitting leadoff. I think he's hitting leadoff. He just he? launched the baseball into orbit. I just saw the well, video. Oh my he's not, god. He's hitting second. Springer okay. got out. Alt- Springer, of course, is hitting fucking leadoff. What are you talking about? Um yeah. Yeah, I'll too. Wow. All right. Well, buckle up, ladies and gents. It's going to be a series. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a series. It's going to be. It's going to be. And and going back to your story. So I guess we'll just check off Philly for you in the free agency, maybe because I I I don't know. It's a little bit of a tough experience. I mean, I think that like if you playing where 14, especially really passionate fans, right? Like if you do well, people will love you forever. Yeah. which is kind of a cool concept, you know, free drinks you forever. Are, yeah. If you're on a team that makes it to the playoffs, then that city loves you forever. Even if you were just like a mediocre player on the team, it doesn't yeah. even matter. You're on okay. the team made the playoffs. We love you forever. If you go and you suck. Yes, it would be horrible. I played <laughs> with a guy last year who, who was playing or this last season who was playing in New York before. And he said, dude, when I would have a bad outing in New York, I would literally have like 75 new DMS all telling me how much I sucked. Oh my God. I'm like, Oh God, wow. that's brutal. Okay. So yeah. Some people are very passionate about uh, the whole baseball thing. And you know, maybe, maybe we should lighten up a little bit. Yeah. You know, as maybe my dad relax. would say, lighten up Francis. Yeah, maybe relax. Maybe relax. Yeah. But yeah. So, I, okay. So we'll go to the next series here. The Dodgers yeah. Padres. I called yeah. the, I called the Dodgers in four. They won in three, just a lopsided. It's unfair. Hey, they played a little handicap. They didn't have their, they didn't have, tr- what's his name? Blake, uh, to Nelson Lamet. I don't Mike know. I was Clevenger. thinking about Trammel. I was thinking about Trammel. I don't know who that is. Is he? Is he on? Uh, Whatever. No, no idea. What you're thinking? There's no old Trammels, like old old dudes. Okay, maybe maybe my brain was just going into the into the history archives. But yeah, no. Yeah, but I, they they started off, like I said, handicap. Clevenger hasn't pitched in a while. He comes in, has to go against uh, Walker Bueller, I believe. He had to go up against, and you hate to see it. That's just what, that's all I have to say for the Padres. You hate to see it. I mean, you had they signed Clevenger to pitch in these games, and Lamette was their number one. Lamette was out. Clevenger started through one inning, got hurt in the second. What do what you expect to beat the Dodgers with with three day, <laughs> three days worth of bullpen pitching? Yeah, it's not it's not going to happen. You're not yeah. the Rays. Um, but it was unfortunate. There were some really cool plays though, and really cool changes of momentum. Um, you know, obviously everybody knows about the Bellinger Rob home run, you know, that's, wow, that's yeah. the biggest play because that's a, that's a go ahead Homer. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, the Padres had their opportunities, you know, bases loaded six, five in the first game, the ninth inning couldn't bring it back. Um, the last game was, was, was tough. Yeah. It was uh, tough to but watch. like, it's just, it's, it's an unfortunate thing. I just love that. There's kind of like a rivalry there now. You know, those are two good teams. The yep. Padres were handicapped without their pitching. The Padres are going to go get pitching. You know what I mean? They're ready. Oh, they will. Like, they're <laughs> going to go get pitching. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes next year. But but this year, the Dodgers were the better team, you know. But I think it was cool. I think that the 3-0 the to zero doesn't really show how the series felt when it was happening. Yeah. You know, other than game three, where it felt like uh, this is out of reach. Yeah, I don't know, man. And I'll say this to Dodgers fans because I I have a lot of buddies from Vegas and that are Dodgers fans. I'll say this, okay? Dodgers fans, I hear every single year, this is your year, I hear the Dodgers are a wagon, Dodgers this, Dodgers that, massive payroll. 
if they do not win the World Series this year, I'm tired. I'm done with it. I will legitimately roast every human that says Dodgers year. Every single year you guys make the playoffs, Dodgers year, they're going to win the World Series, and they come up short. They look like bums in the playoffs, like me and Juco. This is the last opportunity I'm giving the Dodgers. The Dodgers don't win the World Series this year. They have everything. You sign Mookie Betts. Walker Bueller's buzzing. Dustin May's buzzing. You got Clayton Kershaw pitching pretty well. If they don't win the World Series this year, they're done to me. No more. I'm, I'm not going to start that narrative anymore. I mean, you got Julio Urias and Dustin May coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Okay. Those are number ones on, on a lot of other teams. They, they're like the Dodgers. I, I thought the only team that could beat the Dodgers in the playoffs this year was the Yankees because they're another team that's stacked yeah. and could just play really, really well. If, you know, if everybody's playing at their best, then I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. But if the Dodgers play a little bit worse than their best, the Yankees could beat them. If the Dodgers play their best, nobody can beat them. There's no yeah, question. For sure. Um, even if the Rays play their best, I don't know if you beat the Dodgers second best. Third True. best. I don't know, yeah. man. That's that's a stacked team. Full lineup, uh, defensively, yeah, full pitching staff, good bullpen. Kenley Jansen is their worst reliever. Oh my god, he was ter- dude. Oh my god. And he didn't pitch at all. Like he's he's looked terrible, man. I mean, he came into that game and I thought I was like, okay, here come the Padres bats. They're gonna come back and win this thing and maybe get a little bit of uh tracks and they're they're gonna feel good and he almost blew that man that was that was tough yeah. to watch he looks like i mean it just looks like he's not healthy yet. i yeah. mean right i mean he's throwing like 80 80 something's wrong like 87 yeah. 89 yeah <clears throat> like that's not he used to feel like 94 yeah so i don't know we'll see know, I, something I, might I, be wrong i do still think i don't i don't think anybody beats the dodgers I'm going to say this. The winner of this series is going to win the World Series. It might be a hot, it might not even be a hot take, but I think the winner of this Braves Dodgers series is going to win the World Series. So you got the National League winning. Yeah. I, I like the National League. I like, I mean, yeah, I could see that. That's, yeah. that's a, the, uh, the Dodgers are the Dodgers are the Dodgers. I mean, they're, they're fully equipped to win the World Series. Yeah. 100%. Sure. I don't think any other team is like stacks up to them as far as personnel goes, but you know. That's why we play the game. You don't just go by what's written on the paper, you know. For sure, and and we'll go and we'll we'll go in our predictions right now here because last week I went four and zero, humble brag, whatever. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah I got two and two. Yeah, you went two and two. You had the Padres. <laughs> you had the Padres and the Yankees. The Yankees one was just it was a close one. I mean, that was just going to go yeah. down to the end. But I'm going to go here. I'm going to go because I despise the Dodgers. I'm going to go Atlanta Braves in six. I'm going to go Atlanta Braves in six. The National League in six. Yeah, I'm going to go six. Wow. Um, I'm going to go Dodgers in five. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to write that down. Okay. Yeah. Brawl. Okay. I got you on that. And then the next series in the AL, I'm going to go because when I fade them, they win. I'm going to go Astros. <laughs> I'm going to go Astros in seven. Or I'm, I'm going to go Astros in seven. Yeah. Astros in seven. Astros in seven. Next. You know, next just series. to make this exciting, uh, I'll go raise okay. in seven. So <laughs> okay. that way we, one of us. We either go one and one, or one of us is going two and zero. Okay, that's exciting. That's more fun. Yeah, that that is way more fun. I'm excited for that, man. I mean, I'm excited for this, and and there's fans at these games. Like people are gonna people are gonna forget that you're gonna be watching this game. You're gonna say, I "Holy God, about that!" But that's yeah. only the NLCS. Yeah, it's right? the NLCS. There's gonna be fans. I know a couple, like a guy listens to the show, Sander Bryant. Shout out, Sander, if you're listening to this. Maybe text me just like so a double check if you actually listen to the show. Right. He is. He's at. He's going to the game tomorrow. That's gonna be kind of weird, right? uh yeah that's super weird like we have i it just doesn't really make any sense but at the same time now we're watching the nfl and they have fans so it's like not that crazy of an idea anymore it's just gonna be funny to see them all dispersed around the stadium it's like apparently they like i don't know if there's gonna be like certain sections like cubby not cubbies but there's gonna be certain sections of people just divided it's gonna look like a I don't even know how to describe this. It's going to look like an anthill where there's just certain ants or certain animals in random spots. What an analogy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, great job. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a fucking anthill because that is <laughs> all nothing together. what an anthill <laughs> looks like. They're literally just yeah. on top of each other. Yeah, that was that was a terrible analogy. People, hand up. I have a community college diploma in, so, in science or art. So whatever. That's what we do. I don't even have I don't have a degree at all, though. So, okay. yeah. yeah. And I was a vocal performance major. Even worse. Talk well, about, look at you now. I know. I mean, I mean you're me now. And isn't that crazy though, man? I mean, uh, you might you might have to be the most how do you say this skill oriented guy in Major League Baseball. You go, you have the voice of an angel well, pitch at Broadway, and then you carve on the mound a little three. I think you're already this year. What was it? Three 
338, which is unbelievable, by the way. Was, I, I always needed it. That. Yeah. Needed yeah. it as far as like continuing a career goes. Needed it, needed it. Yeah. So hopefully next year have another year like that and then start making And then the sign bucks. with the Braves. And then, no, 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 sign with the Jays. Well, I, I don't choose who to sign with, bro. Well, I, I'm an arbitration. Well, Pirates own me. Yeah. And, and arbitration for me is one of the dumbest things ever. <laughs> you get into a meeting with your team and they say why they hate you pretty much. Yeah. It's, that's one of the funniest thing is talking about guys like, you know, this is my first year going to arbitration. But the difference is that nobody, like most people don't actually go to arbitration. You come up uh, with a deal, a one-year deal basically is how it works uh, after kind of deliberating with the team. The guys who actually have gone to arbitration, it's really funny to hear them talking about because they're like, literally you go into a room and you go and your GM <laughs> and like, uh, you know, some other front office guys go in there and just tell this arbitrator why you're terrible. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then your agent says why you're good. And then the arbitrator decides which one holds more weight and then chooses based on that. And then, the, you know, the next day, your GM's calling you like, hey, uh, what's we're, up, bro? We're giving, you, we're giving you the closer role this year. And it's like, dude, for the last two hours, you just told me how horrible I was. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's just part of the business. It's, dude, It's, it's just it's, weird. It's like an it's one of the weirdest things. And if you think about this, let's say you go back in time and you put just cavemen on this world. They understand English. This is a very weird analogy, by the way. And they hear this. You're supposed to be with them. You're on their team. You're grinding with them. They are projectile roasting you to an arbitrator. And you have to just kind of take it on the chin and say, wow, like, why didn't you guys tell me this shit earlier? Like, yeah, I can't wait to perform for you next (laughs) year. Thank you very much. It's crazy. And you don't have to name any names, but have you heard any funny? It's, It's a weird concept, but it makes sense. Have you heard any funny stories of arbitration? Like, what? have you heard any funny stories about arbitration of some some shit guys have said to you? You don't have to name any names. Um, not to you, but uh, to, like to the players. Me, let me let me think. Uh, I mean, sort of. I mean, I think uh, for me, the funniest thing is uh, when the, when you get just like the general idea of it when guys go into arbitration rooms, like there's like there's a guy who will like shake your hand and say like hey how's it going and then go into this room with a file like three inches thick (laughs) that's full of the all the numbers they can find that make you worth less money you know what i mean yeah and then and then your agent has a three inch file that has all the numbers that make you look good so it's like it's funny how you can look at it in so many different ways and uh and then yeah and then these guys just like now now we're friends again we so you're like, you're, you're like a kid. You're like a kid in divorce court and you're just in between your parents. You're just in between because the, the player doesn't say anything like that's I'm, I don't think players normally actually that you don't have to be in the room because you have nothing to do with this. Yeah. OK. Um, even though it's literally about you. Yeah. We're just As Trevor Williams likes to say, we're just we're just animals in the zoo. Just we just <laughs> people want to watch us do stuff and throw sunflower seeds yeah. at us and yeah. see if we'll respond when they hit the glass. You know? Okay. Here, here's a talking point that you can kind of say to your agent to say to them, you technically save the pirates money by singing the national anthem. So they don't have to pay people to do it. So you're kind of deducting money from their payroll. Whoa, whoa, wait whoa. a second. Wait but a I second. don't think they pay. Pe- I, I, so this is okay. Ready for this? I think, and this is across major league baseball for every team. People assume that people get paid to sing the national anthem. Okay. 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 But you don't. The okay. only people that get paid to sing the national anthem are the professionals. Most people are coming to like audition to try because they want to sing the national anthem for a game. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So I'm an idiot. So like, obviously, like in LA, when you have like probably fucking Sting or something, come and sing <laughs> yeah. it. Like, yeah, you're paying Sting to sing it. You know, yeah. but. But like other people, like Joe Schmo, who happens to be a good singer who works at the corner store, like he's he's just happy to be there. He auditioned. He's yeah. Not okay. Paid. Okay. So th- that talking point kind of gets thrown into the trash. I'll find a couple others for you. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna yeah, make. Yeah. You, I'm gonna subscribe to Baseball Reference. See if you do better on turf compared to grass, day okay. compared to night. Well, I'll find yeah. a couple things for you. Me and your agent will talk. We'll go into it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. And last thing, have you? seen because we can talk about jersey sales have you seen a steven brawl jersey at pnc park i have yeah but the thing is you can't buy you know they only have like a few um like pre-made jerseys in the like team store at the field yeah um i've seen a few steven ball jerseys though yeah how yeah, cool people, is that you know, order them online dude it's the coolest thing ever like seeing like, especially seeing like a little kid you know 
um, with a Brault 43 jersey that's like, you know, tiny little jersey. It's it's one of the coolest things, man. It's it's like, wow, this kid's not going to remember who I am eight years from now. Probably five years from now, they're not going to remember who I am. But for now, like you're his hero. It's It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I just and I and I want to make, you know, I want to make him or her feel special, you know, and, and kind of talk to them, say hi, sign an autograph, whatever, whatever makes them feel good. Because I remember being a kid and, you know, you get to, I don't know, like the, the funny thing is I kind of get to repay some of the kindness that some baseball players showed me when I was a kid. Yeah. Like Mike Cameron, I, we had seats in the outfield and in center field in Petco park and Mike Cameron probably threw me, I don't know, 20 baseballs in between innings, you know, a young foul ball guy, San Diego. a young foul ball guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and so it's like stuff like that, that I'll never forget, you know? And uh, so I try to, I try to do that when I can. And, it's just not that hard. You know, it's just a few minutes of, yeah. of actually communicate, talking to somebody and not just kind of blowing them off. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. And there's, and one of the nice guys for signing autographs, especially because when I remember, I remember when I was a kid is Mike Trout, bro. I mean, this mm. guy, every time I used to go to a, like a Jay's angels game or whatever, this guy'd be signing autographs for like 40 minutes. Like he's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's some people are really committed to it, which is just really cool to see. I, I try to do um, when we have, when we have fans, obviously um, I like to do Sunday, when I'm not pitching those, those Sunday day games yeah. um, at home, spend a lot more time out there because we don't have them as, as, you know, strict of a schedule usually on Sundays, you're not taking BP and stuff like that. So those days I like to try to stay out there for a while and, and talk to people and, and sign some stuff. And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's just something that's so easy to do that can really, you know, make somebody really happy and for uh, sure. And, and I like it. Yeah. So yeah. But seeing, seeing brought on a Jersey on somebody who I don't know is yeah. It's one of the coolest feelings. ever. Yeah. And like I said, I can't wait. I'm, I'm mine's going to be coming in soon. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be, like I said, on the wall behind me, stay tuned for that. But this can't is the wait. last thing actually, because I always wanted this. I've never asked this before, which is, I don't right. know why I haven't asked this. Who's the coolest person you've ever seen throw a first pitch out of base major league baseball game. What a question, by the way. Wow. wow. Um, Okay, have you seen the show Mindhunter? Yes, that's the show where they interview the killers and stuff, right? Like yeah, the psychos yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those two guys, uh, Jonathan Groff and Holt McElhaney, uh, threw out the first pitch in Pittsburgh because uh, I think Holt is based in Pittsburgh or like he grew up in Pittsburgh, something like that. Um, and some of that show films, a lot of that show films in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, because apparently there's a lot of murders there and, uh, and they came in through it. And then I got to meet Holt and talk to him for a long time, um, about like, you know, acting and working on shows and he was in fight club and Jonathan Groff was on, on Broadway for a lot of stuff. And I mean, probably, I think the coolest part, not only just seeing him throw out the pitch, but also getting to talk to him afterwards yeah. was, was awesome. I always wonder that, man. Cause like, I don't I'm surprised you didn't say like Cindy Crosby or some shit. Because I, he's thrown out a couple of first pitches in Pittsburgh. Especially yeah, but he's just, you know, he's just uh, he's a hockey player. Yeah. You know? For me, it'd be bananas. But I got, yeah, like, I understand where you're coming from for that. Like, well, okay. Wiz Khalifa, I guess. I forgot about him. Oh, that shit. That was pretty cool. Oh, he got shit. in trouble because he did the, the whole, like, this thing. <laughs> uh, after after he, he literally, before he threw it, took off his jacket, was wearing a shirt that just said legalize it, and then pretended to smoke weed in a circle around <laughs> the, the mound. And MLB like reached out to the Pirates. Was like, "What are you doing?" And yeah, like, tough look. No, wrong man. Like, Wiz Khalifa. Like, what? What do you think he's gonna do? (laughs) That's incredible, man. But that's the end of the show. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving to all the Canadian listeners. It's tomorrow. People are Americans are quick to. I heard about that, dude. I didn't. I didn't know you guys had in October. Yeah, that's our. This is our Thanksgiving. We don't have any football, cool football games like you guys do. So we get technically get to celebrate two of them. Good for you. Yeah. Happy, uh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving. What do you guys give thanks for? Like uh, snow and syrup uh, and stuff? Let me go a couple things. Free health care. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free health care, universal health care. Um, right. Weed is legalized all across the, all across Canada. So that's kind of cool. Nice, nice. I'm not a weed guy, by the yeah. way. I, I'm not a weed guy at all. Um, higher percentage of alcohol in Canada oh. compared to the U.S. of A. Another humble flex. Uh, what right. else? One more thing. Uh, I guess higher needed. It's so damn cold up there all the time. True. Higher minimum wage. That's another thing. So we're we're just buzzing on all fronts here in Canada. 
Okay. So there it is, man. You guys I mean, are doing great. And, and you know, don't have Trump. That's yeah. Great. We don't have Trump. That's another also big thing. And and like like I said, I've said this multiple times on the podcast. We're not political, but I like I said, that guy's a is, is a raging psychopath. And if you promote yeah. hate, if you promote hate, if you promote negativity, and if you support and if you support Trump, and if you're like all negative towards other races stuff like that, don't listen to this podcast. Plain and simple, you're a bum. Yeah, we don't need you. We yeah, need plain you. and simple. And I said this before, man. Not to get political, but if you don't support. E- equality or support support what's going on with the black lives matter movement and all athletic sports and you're not watching anymore because of it don't listen to this podcast also you're a fucking loser plain and simple so i just want to end the show with that i love you all right there it is man thank you for listening to officially unofficial make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on itunes and follow us on twitter at a fish on a fish pod and on instagram at officially unofficial pod thank you